Alright, Trash South Street, everybody. Trash South Street. Okay, baby. Trash South Street, Jamie Z. Lou, in a, one would say, somewhat hastily thrown together episode as we decided. I think so. It's September 3rd. We decided to record this podcast September 2nd. Yes. I guess. Yes. Well, yesterday, yeah, you are like, true. you want to record tomorrow? Yeah, it's short right. notice. I forgot. Um, you know, you can't spell Saturday without turd. Oh. That's, that's, yeah. That's nice. Maybe you should, uh... Is your mind blown? No. Not quite. Hey there. Hey there. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to find the one where she's, like, super fucked up. Which okay, So, I've been into, um... She's, like, a YouTuber. Uh, Julie Noke. She's from Canada. She's from Canada, eh? And she does a little skits once a week. Her two most famous skits are the um, Explaining COVID to My Future Self. Yeah. And Mirror Mirror, where she talks to her reflection, who's like this, like, really boozed out. <laughs> she has a whole bunch... She has, like, a series of podcasts where it's, like, she just does... Answers questions, but she's high. And her, hey there, seductive, like, intro voice reminds me of a certain co-host... Uh, when they try to be suave and are maybe in their cups. So anyway. Yeah. Hey there. So uh, what's new? Uh, you know. Yeah. This and that. Other than, yeah. My son is a little, Victor's a little, a little sick, has yeah. a little bit of a fever uh-huh. and a little stomach bug. Uh-huh. Uh, but he started school. Mm-hmm. So I've been taking naps again. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, work's been work. Yeah. Um, other than that. We bought tickets to two shows. Oh, what shows? Use it today. All right. At the church. Oh, which is right. pretty cool. I forget yeah. who else they're playing with. That's like a Wednesday uh-huh. where I'm like, if we can't go, we can sell those tickets mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah. I forget who the hell they're playing with. And then I bought tickets. I forget where it's at. Um, but it's Scowl and uh, Restraining Order bands oh, right. that we've done before. Yes. Um, so that's I'm actually really excited mm-hmm. for that. The Screaming Females mm-hmm. are playing out with Touche Amore. Really? Interesting. But not Philly. Oh, okay. So it's the only show, and then it's someone else I've heard about. I can't remember. I, I just... That would have been interesting. Yeah. I never saw have seen Screaming Females. Yes. <clears throat> Other than myself, yeah. motherfucker. I said I was going to tell a little story about being sick when I was a youngster. Yeah. I'm Younger to... than Victor is, I believe. Mm. I mean, I had to be. So I was a young, a young lad living mm-hmm. in Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Might not, it might have been an only child at that point. Might, probably was not even in kindergarten. Okay. It's one of those early formative memories that probably, you be the judge, maybe fucked me up for the rest of my life. Okay. So, had the flu. Okay. You know how, like, really young kids, like, even after they get potty trained, mm-hmm. you know, they still need, like, wipey wipes. Yeah. Sometimes. You still uh, need wipey wipes most of the time. I do. I have a towel <laughs> when I do it. No. No. I don't. I'm a big boy and I can wipe my own hiney. So, I, would, this, I was at that age when I was making my mom uh, wipe my hiney. Yeah. I had probably the flu and had diarrhea, I'm sure. On one of these occasions, I made poo-poops, mm-hmm. asked my mother to go wipey-wipey, and she did and shoved a suppository up my you ass. You told me that before. And I know, but I told the audience, and I never asked for wipey-wipey again. Why'd she put a suppository up her I guess I was like, because I had uh, the flu, maybe... I probably couldn't keep stuff down. Yeah. Well... She just wanted to fuck me up sexually for, and it worked. <laughs> She's like, this is how you make a scientist. <laughs> or, I don't know what a podcast is, but it's how future podcasters are born. Anyway, that's a cute little story. It's cute. cute little story, yeah. Like that little bath in my pocket. Oh, I love that. My pocket is adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, no. You're making me gross. Gross. What else is up? You go on some vacay. I coming up. Yep. This might. Who knows? We're trying to figure out. This may be the last podcast before my vacation. Mm-hmm. Where we might try and see what's, yeah, what. Yeah. We'll next see. week mm-hmm. brings. If I didn't hang. It myself. might be a good one because I'll. <laughs> I say, a lot of like pre-order stuff is coming out. Starcrawler yeah. might be out by then. Hmm. Interesting. Starcrawler, who I think opened for Nick Cave in London, hmm. because huh. she was wearing a Nick Cave shirt. No, Vampire's Wife fashion. So Vampire's Wife is Susie Cave's fashion line, oh. which hot couture. Yeah, you don't understand. Let's fashion like yeah. me. You're gonna me. say fox fur. Fox fur. 
you weren't working in the comic stores towards the end uh-huh. of when I worked there. But this one dude's like, I don't know why they call it fox fur. Blah, 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 blah. It's not even fur. And I'm like, you mean faux oh, fur? I, yeah. <laughs> oh. And I was like, oh my God. But, and then hopefully, that's something. That's a class of people who buy comic <laughs> books, I guess. Um, that's why I'm good at my job. <laughs> to be honest, and exactly the same. Coming out... I hope maybe before the next podcast. If it comes out before the next podcast, I'll try to see it. I want to see it soon. Moon Age Daydream. Moon Age, Day, Moon Age Daydream. Okay. Which is the David Bowie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be an IMAX. I think it's playing at the movie tavern in college. I'll have to look because I want to see that. I saw a poster for it. Yeah. Because I saw Bullet Train. Yeah, yeah. Or we could talk about the movie because I saw a movie too, Jamie. What did you see? I'll tell you. It's a surprise. Okay. You have to wait for the end of the podcast. We could talk to you about She-Hulk? No. Okay. Did you watch Sandman? No. Because you hate representation. I don't know. What, Neil Gaiman? No, I just no. never watched it. I have not watched... Uh, I couldn't get Never watched it. It just came out. I, 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 no. I never really got um, into the comic. But I have not watched... We can talk about that. Have you watched She-Hulk? Yes, I'm caught up. Completely. Do you like it? I like it. I have not gotten around to watch it. I can't talk tonight. The last episode was actually pretty awesome, I have to say. Uh, that's what people said. I want to see it. It's, um, it's decent and it's quick. Yeah. She like breaks the third, the fourth wall or uh, whatever it's called. Um, yeah. But it, I, I've enjoyed it. It's pretty yeah. decent. I'll check it out soon. Um, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. That's my Fergie. Fergalicious. Oh. Check it out. Forgot about Fergie. Fergalicious. Star of... Fergalicious. What's that movie? Fergalicious. <laughs> that movie... It's like a musical remake of uh, Nine and a Half. We saw it with... Um, the, where Fergie is like be Italian. Oh yeah, I forgot that she was. Um, she play. I forget the the name of who she's supposed to be. But it's, it's like, like Daniel Day Lewis is like he's. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like the the Guido or whatever. Yeah, it's like supposed to be nine or whatever. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, do you remember what it was called? The uh, Fellini. Yeah, Fellini. I think it's just. I think it was called Eight and a Half. All right. Because one of the women is the Black Dahlia, and she's just a torso. No, but like that's so, a, for Fergie plays like the the like, um, ocean. Hag whore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I'm not being mean, but that's. She is, like, I mean, she's like, yeah. Um, but that, a like. Strumpet. That streak comes from, like, nine, anyway. Yeah. Was it nine or eight and a half? Well, I forget what it, what it is. Nine and a half? No. With starring Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke and Kim Baby. <laughs> Mickey Rourke and uh, Fergie? Check it out. <laughs> Are you looking it up? I am. It wasn't a very good movie. I remember. I liked her song, and I liked. Kate Holmes? Not Kate Holmes. I don't remember. I barely remember anything about it. Um, I mean, it's pretty much the same. I like Fellini's. Yeah, I that was super that. long. But uh, I've actually only seen. He's just I've seen uh, La Strada. La Strada is my favorite. Which you loan me, and I saw Toby Dammit. I never saw that. I think it was actually a short, and it's like Terrence Stamp. It's hmm. I saw for like philosophy of film class. I think on like it was we're talking about nihilism maybe. I was thinking I need to do like some more cultured stuff next year. I get into Fellini. I might go Eight and a half is the original. Yeah. So I think it was just nine. I'll tell you in a second. Because on... Marcello Masterani, whatever, he's like in a bunch of them. Yeah. A good looking dude. Mm. Yeah, so that's what I was going. Nine. Or no in German. Are you looking? But Penelope Cruz is in I forgot. Nicole Kibben's in I forgot. There was a lot Dude, of people. Kate Hudson's song I liked. That's the only one I remember. Where, um... Oh, La Dolce Vita I liked a yeah. lot too. And, and Fergie is credited as Saragina. Yes, I knew it was an S. Well, they, she's actually in the song. Yeah. Anyway, for something as apropos and none, a not very good movie with Fergie in it. Eight and a half. I like I like a lot of Fellini. Knights in Cabrio. Well, well, I think there's a lot of different ones, but they're just yeah. very long. Yes. Very long, like uh-huh. this intro of they're very <laughs> Fellini. This is a very Fellini-esque podcast. Yes. They were having like an Argento thing, I think, at that Mahoning drive-in, drive-through, drive-in theater or whatever. Ah. But I just can't. Yeah. Get like because they camp and stuff there. It's just just. I, yeah. No, I would no. love to do it if I didn't have a kid or ah. whatever. But. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, to anything good? <laughs> Should we just jump right? Yeah, in? let's just jump right in because then we could talk. Like I said, this might be a little, yeah. a little rougher around I the like edges. It. I'm, you know. So, like when we all like practice, when yeah. we do our practice runs. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. Do you want me to go first or? Yes. Um. Let me see. When I'll start with weird nightmares slash 
ancient shapes. Well, that's good because that's the one I didn't listen to. Oh, uh, that's fine. So it's on Sub Pop. It came out um, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. uh, September 1st. I didn't even know this existed, but yeah. with um, Bandcamp Friday. It started I was, up in, yeah. Um, I was like, oh shit. So I ended up ordering this because I get a lot of well, Weird Nightmares. I just um, excuse me reviewed not too long ago, a couple episodes ago, and it's... Uh, Alex Edkin's uh, side project. He's uh, the lead singer of Mets. Mm-hmm. And both of these bands are out of Toronto. Mm. So the Weird Nightmare song is I Think of You. And it has this mix of a Who song and a Beach, Boy vibe, a Beach Boys vibe to it. It's fun, fuzzy, like psych pop song. It's it's good. I, I think you would like yeah. it. At first it had like a little riff going on, like mm-hmm. a Who riff. And I'm like, yeah. was this on the album I just reviewed? But it wasn't. Um, so then Ancient Shapes guy named Daniel Romano, uh, his like project, he did a bunch of singer-songwriter yeah. stuff. He also is a producer and does like art for um, City and Color, if you've ever yeah. heard of that band. So when he, uh, Ancient Shapes is the flip side. Bird with an Iron mm-hmm. is uh, one of the songs, has three songs on it. Uh, it has this garage psych feel to it, and then it just like switches up the last two songs to like fast piece, like mm-hmm. 77's punk rock. Yeah, so it starts at Bird with an Iron, and then it goes to Imaginary Atony, which is like 43 seconds, and you're like, is this the same song? Yeah. Like, it just switches up really mm-hmm. quick, and you're like, okay, this is different. Then I'm Against the Wind is uh, the last song on there. Kind of fun, catchy garage punk feel. Almost reminds me of something Cloud Nothings would have done yeah. back in the day. But like, this just came out. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a Weird Nightmares fan. So I checked it out, and I liked it. I think it's definitely yeah. worth a listen, especially I thought Ancient Shapes was, was mm-hmm. just different enough, like... Yeah, I didn't realize it was like a split. Yeah, it's a split. But yeah, Weird Nightmares, Ancient Shapes off Sub Pop. Decent. I liked it. Mm, yeah. Good stuff. Good listen. All right. I'm going to talk about Claude. Claude. Or Claude Firme. Yes. Out of Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Home of the Sausage. The Sausage. The Sausage. And, the Sausage King. And a bunch of freaks who don't like ketchup on their hot dogs. I don't really like ketchup on hot dogs. It's kind of gross. It's not gross. It's I like ketchup on Italian sausages. I just make Bruno's face. I Literally the only thing... I don't like hot dogs and ketchup. It's just weird. I like mustard. I, get a, I don't know how to talk to you anymore. <laughs> like, uh, hot dogs, occasionally hamburgers, and fries, which I eat very infrequently. I will do ketchup on. Yeah, I'll do fries. But I almost never... I'm not a big fry person. I like fries. And, and for that matter, most of the time when I cook hot dogs... The only the only condiment I'm using is the fork I'm spearing it on as I eat it like is, is hot dog slang for wieners? No. It is. It is, but not in this case. <laughs> like maybe you're I'm thinking I'm talking about I didn't say, wiener I, schnitzel. I'll say I didn't suck the hot dog. You're like whoa, whoa. I ate some sausage some real sausage <laughs> earlier this week. I got really sick. Mm. But I did choose to chase it with some fucking coffee, which probably wasn't the life. <laughs> it was like breakfast. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's my way of saying uh, Claude, who we previously talked about, yes. uh, put out her first full-length album, A Lot's Gonna Change. And it did. And it did. To a point, to a point. Yeah, it, it definitely you can see the bones of uh-huh. the last album. And it starts with 20-something, which is sort of a description of what the album's about, which is largely about turning, being in your 20s. I guess. I don't know how old she is. In her 20s. I, I take it from context clues. She's like 57. <laughs> so and then my... the kids in the jitterbug music. <laughs> oh, shit. So anyway, uh, 20-something is like sort of a nice preamble. It has these really fabulous like loungy woodwinds in mm-hmm. the beginning. It's very mellow. It's kind of a song you just want to like kind of sway to. It's one of those, like when I first heard this, I'm like, whoa, she really changed up her style. Like, yeah. And it's, I like it musically. I wasn't into this song and the second song so much yeah roses which is the second song kind of repetitive beef this is like a decent synth i kind of like yeah and it gives you this very weird off kilter feel yeah i wrote the, the color yellow for some reason hmm. and i don't know what that means maybe i was having a, a stroke when i was listening to that song <laughs> was it like coldplay yellow no oh. it didn't remind me of the color yellow roses for no reason i don't know what you're on tonight this is when i was like ooh. yeah well with it with tell this, me more and I was no. like, yeah, with a name, with a song title like that, I'm yeah. going to stand up and pay attention. But it's a good song. It's a really good song. Very good song. Very jaunty. It reminded me a lot of Freeze Pop. It's about going out for the night and having all sorts of conflicting feelings. It's a very fun song. Mm-hmm. It's about how it's just okay to have fun sometimes. Uh, ironically enough, it's a song that made me feel very old. 
I guess. I don't know. Because eh, I'm like, I used to do that. And I now used to go places. Yes. And do things. Now it's like, oh, it's, it's getting dark and some teenagers might <laughs> yell at me. There's a weird thing where teenagers around here will just drive in the car and just yell. Okay. I don't know what they're saying. I'm serious. Like, it's a thing. Like, it's happened like five times. At you? Not at just me. Like, I was doing that a couple years ago in my 20s. and now. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, you're 31. So old. It's like that song by uh, Garfunkel Notes, 2931. Yes. Now it all changes. Anyway, this is really turned to a total shit show, ain't it? No. Uh, turn. Uh, turd or turn? Turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is horrible. Turn is sort of a dream pop. Fuck. I really like turn. I just read my favorite. A song. dream pop fuck tune. <laughs> or it's about loneliness or the anxiety of being alone or all three. It's it's very depressing and I was I like, ooh, tell me more. Yes. No, it gets and it's dark. And it goes from a dream dr- dream pop to dream pop <laughs> towards the end. Yes. Because it becomes more. It gets like sort of more energy. Mm-hmm. Oops. Claustrophobic, ironically enough, does have a very claustrophobic sound. Yeah, I like one it. One of the heavier songs. Then I skip over the other songs to the last. I don't mind Meet Me. I think I'll pass today's kind of blah to me. Um, o to B, I like, yeah. So O to B, O to B, is what we call the song that sounds does not sound like any of the others because yeah. it's just a straight up fucking rock song. It has a really sweet riff, it really changes it up. It's about our two f- favorite subjects self doubt and self loathing. Yeah. It has a, the song has a, like a real familiarity to it. It sounds like something else that three days from now it'll probably hit me and I'll be like, oh, it sounds like blank, blank, blank. But I can't place it now. What are you up to tonight? Or what are you on tonight? Jesus Christ. And O to B are my probably my two favorite songs along with like 20-something. I like this album. Do not like it as much as the first album. Did it hit like... The EP, yeah. Like yeah. the EP just had something was like next level. Yeah, which is hard to, you know, yeah. answer that, but I thought it was I liked I thought I liked it. Yeah, but really good, really good. Mhm. Mhm. Claude. 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 Regulate. I Are you? I am. Yeah, all right. I just blew out the speakers there. Yeah, we get it. So Regulate Mark was like, "Did you listen to Regulate?" And I was like, "No, I did not." And he's like, "Check it out. They I had to make sure it was the same band." I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, cool." So they're off of Flat Spot Records. Um, they this is actually a pre-order, so they just had two songs released. It's supposed to come out uh, September. I'm looking at nine, I'm trying to remember yeah. what month this yeah. is. There might be a gas, <laughs> gas leak. Yeah. So the, the pre-order is uh, there. There's a pre-order up, and it's due out September 24th. And this band is from New York. They're straight edge hardcore. I know I've seen them before, and before they were just like a straight, just hardcore band. Uh-huh. This, I thought they really changed it up kind of cool. In the moment, it starts off straight up hardcore, woven in with like screaming and melodic harmonies. Mm-hmm. Almost reminiscent towards the end of the song, the Dillinger Escape Plan a little yeah. bit, if that makes sense. Or Faith No More. Yes. Yeah. Very, well, which might Dillinger, not, yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. My, but I was very like, my... ooh, this is like a little different. Like, yeah. I just thought it was cool. Um, yeah, it really and then caught this, my attention. The second song, uh, We Can't... Why can't we more melodic, melodic hardcore? Um, but it keeps it heavy mm-hmm. and almost has it's like metallic harmony yeah. almost. I don't have like too too much to say about it. I just I, I dig it. I think it's really different. It's like a nice breath breath of fresh air with this band. It's the cover almost looks like the Refuse, the like the mm-hmm. um, shape the punk to come yeah. a little bit like that. Um, but I just thought it was just really different for this band. Not bad whatsoever, yeah. but they were just straightforward hardcore. I just like that they're mixing it up, and mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. Like, I want to hear more what this Yeah, release. I did too. I'll circle back and listen to this. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was decent. So the first song, it's not. It's in the moment, not in this moment. Oh, okay, is it? But in, in the this moment, moment is okay. also, in this moment, is the name of kind of a witchy industrial band that sort of... Okay. <coughs> I think they were big enough, like, like they won a whole bunch of... I've heard of them before. Like, there's a mo- probably most noteworthy for covering Closer... Okay. Science Nails. Yeah, I don't know. They're touring now. I think they're cool. touring like their first album. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Regulate. Yeah. Not to be confused with the 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 song featuring Nate Dogg. Do you remember? It was like a rap song. No. Regulators, regulate. Oh, kind. Of, yes, yes, I can. And it was also from. There might have been so there might have been a western called Original Gangsters. I don't know. And then they borrowed. Uh, I'm going to shut up now because yeah. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Warren so, was not Warren G. Warren G. Featuring Nate Dog. Oh, uh, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but anyway, regulate. Yeah, regulate. 
coming out with a full length. So yes. pre-order it now. Yes. It's cool flat spot records. Mm -hmm. Rad. Do you want me to go again? Yeah, burn through and then I'll like. I'm gonna go with the 424. Yeah. Can you feel it? Uh-huh. So they're on their um band camp, they say they're out of Pottstown, and it's Stoner Rock, Stoner Metal. Funny story, which I, I told you mm -hmm. this story. The Wawa I go into, yeah. uh, I talked to the one guy there, he, go, he went to uh, high school with a co-worker of mine, mm -hmm. and he was like, yo, my band, you check this out, blah, 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 they're mm -hmm. called this, just check it out on band. I'm like, yo, on band camp? So I check it out, and the lead singer is a guy, pretty much my first boyfriend I ever had in the seventh grade, Jason Barbagallo. Oh. So I was like, holy shit, like who would have mm -hmm. ever thought that? So, hey, Jay, what's going on? So anyway, the 424, can you feel it? I really like it. It's like catchy. They have like heavy catchy riffs. Like boom, boom, boom. It reminds me of something. I can't put my finger on it. Fun hooks that you're kind of bobbing your head to. Um, it's tight. It's heavy. I really dig it. Jay's vocals, I can't yep. place them. So they're not what you expect. When you hear the And music. I said it kind of gives it almost an 80s feel. Yeah, like, yeah. And they're, they're local, so they were like, oh, can we be on your podcast? I'm like, I have a podcast. We'll review you. And I think he, when I was talking to Paul, he was all like, uh, like to come on and to interview yeah. him. But they were like, we're down if you want to interview. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe. Yeah. I'm like, it's not my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, the 424, can you feel it? It's cool. Mm -hmm. It's a good song. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. All right. Do you want me to go again? You have you you sent me like a million like singles. Well, a lot of them are like I want to know how do I have left. Is the Bobby Lee's? Bobby Lee's I was gonna do last. Yeah. So Broken Baby, I think is my Broken Baby. So I only have two left. Broken Baby, and then I'll go, and then you can do okay. Clean up with that. So Broken Baby, one song. Broken Baby call a single out called Make Manager, and this came out September first on where the heck poor man records and they're out of la california and they're gonna have a, a second album out but anyway i think it's fun as fuck i thought you, they were it's female fronted it's like alt punk yeah i really like um i thought that i thought this song was really mm -hmm. funny and like real catchy i yeah, thought of I you right too. away yeah the lyrics are amazing as i said it's catchy it's funny i like it so amber is the the lead vocalist and she uh -huh. actually used to be an ohio state high jumper oh all right like yeah pretty crazy and then alex dozen he was in a band called the damwells mm -hmm. okay so there this is a song off their second length ep called late stage optimism yeah um and i think they were trying to do like a breeders and blondie sound yeah i could hear that but yeah it's a, a really fun song i'm actually Kind of uh, excited for this whole thing to come yeah. out. Yeah, um, my note is my kind of tune. I knew you would like it, and it's it's just like it's witty, it's funny, it's angry, it's mm -hmm. pretty cool. I like it. I'm trying to look something up while we're talking, but we can't. Uh, like someone with a kitty on their head? No. Oh, the, a, a lady with scantily. <laughs> no, it's it's hard. Oh my goodness! That's hard. The deep pick. I got what I need. It's hard. Your turn. All right, my turn. So for my next big. A band, uh, King Mike Entertainment System, KMES. This came out uh, August twenty third. Don't look at my notes; it's secret. Is this a state champion? State champion records. So the label is state champion. So I think I get. There's a band called Title Fight, and that's what I was thinking right. you were sending me. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So then I have no idea. I thought that it was the dude that it was just called State Champions. Huh. No, it's state, so the label is State Champion Records. State Champion, Champion State, oh, wow. State Champion Records <laughs> is sort of like a D, DYI label that Mike put together with either his girlfriend or wife mm -hmm. or sister or cousin or pal, Tracy. Gal, gal pal. Gal pal. That's my gal pal. To put out some music by their friends. He, so he's a co-founder of that. Perhaps more relevant to this combo. He is the bassist for the aforementioned Screaming Females. Okay, okay. KMES is pop punk to the hilt. Very, very fun, very down and dirty from the Clash School of Punk. I wouldn't even say it's like super... It really reminds me of like garagey punk. Like yeah. A, 
It doesn't like it's. I don't think it's that poppy, in my opinion. I think it's a little poppy because everything's. Very it reminds catchy. me of like almost like the Cloud Nothings and the OCs before they, you know, when they started out like with that punk vibe, garagey punk vibe. Mm. I like, think know, of maybe. early OCs. I don't know. That's that's a million. That's three years and a million hours ago. I can't. Very remember. true. Very easy to listen to. And conversely, very hard to review because you're going to say the same thing about every song. Yeah, yeah. A lot of energy, very fun. First song is ended up dumb. If you don't like the first song, you're not going to like the album. I love Pretty the first much, song. Yeah. As I said, they remind me of Toys That Kill a yeah. lot. Um, Leathermouth. It kind of hammers it a little I harder. I like Leathermouth. Very good. Lyrics. That's my one complaint is the lyrics in all these, most of these songs are kind of muddy. Yeah. It, which makes it hard, again, for the purpose of where you to latch on to something. Yeah. Just another mic. They really just sweet. another mic. Is one of my the fucking drums. It's really good. Reality. I love is the sing along. Mm-hmm. They're, fucking, they're all sing along, and the guitar sings along with the people. Very fun. It's nice. You gotta love the like the way the guitar noodles. Sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. My note is ska adjacent. I you definitely can like that. like you just if there was a horn in the recording studio, they would they would just it. at very least be looking at it as they're playing <laughs> that song. And the final song I'm going to talk about is Algorithm and Blues, which is anthemic. Anthemic. It's a bit, you know, it kind of slows it down a bit. It's sing-songy. The guitar solo in the last song, the one that has, we'll say, a very distinct song, is uh, played by Marissa, who's the guitar player and vocalist of the Screaming Fans. Okay, that's what I'll And you can that. really tell because it's like uh, Dinosaur Junior Light. When she plays guitar, I always, it's, I say it has a British flourish. Okay. And it's hard to say, but very distinctive guitar sound. Like, like pulled their pinky up when they're. No, it's hard. Kidding. It's hard to. Yeah. Mm. I'm kidding. Yes. No, you can't play guitar without a pinky. I could. You could drum with a one arm. Only one person can. Rick Allen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for some reason, I thought this was called State Champions, no. and I, I think I got this confused with Title Fight, mm-hmm. which I couldn't get into Title yeah. Fight. They're out of Scranton. Yeah. But yeah, like I really like it. It really reminds me of Toys That Kill. Um, and the, I really like that to, uh, the band Toys That Kill. It's okay. Like a while ago on this podcast that I did, it was a band that had contacted us. Mm-hmm. And I did we did the review and I really liked it. And at the time, I had said the band was Crisis Actor and the album was Sam Man Sleeps. Yeah. Sam Man Sleeps is the band and Crisis Actor, I believe, is the album. So, <laughs> oh, well. That's oh. a mistake. Anyway, that would be King Might Entertainment System. Cool. Really uh, like it. I liked it. Yes. Good stuff. Uh, I guess that's my uh-huh. last one. Yeah. The Bobby Lees. Mm-hmm. Hollywood mm-hmm. Junkyard yes. EP. This came out in June. They are out of Woodstock, New York. Uh-huh. They're garagey. They're bluesy. They're punk adjacent. It's female front-end vocals. Uh, Sam Quarantine, I believe her name. She's uh, And she does guitar as well. She plays mm-hmm. guitar. To me, they're like bluesy rock and roll. Rec- like almost... Um, White Stripes Reconteurs comes to mind. Yes. Which I, I which is funny because it's produced by Vance Powell, who produced the White Stripes ah. Reconteurs and this yeah. band Bleached. And I was like, that totally makes uh-huh. sense. But I love this. Yeah, I did too. I had this on my wish list for a while, so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I can re- review this. So it starts off with Hollywood Junkyard. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, this is where like I was like, yeah, bluesy rock and roll. Like reminds me of a, a, a White Stripes song. Catchy big hooks. Her vocals match up great with the music. Yeah. There's just something really cool about it. I really like it. Yeah. Strange Days has this like minimalist start to it. Has this great build up. It's like gloomy, atmospheric, and then the sound builds to like a freaking explosion. I say my, my note was at least for the first part of the song. It's like this is the kind of song I can write because it involves a single piano. Yeah, note. it's like bing, bing, bing. But it's a cool song. Yeah, very cool song. I don't dislike any song. On yeah, this. it's really good. Dig your hips more, more like garagey punk. Her her vocals are slightly reminiscent of um, Victoria from mm-hmm. Concrete Blonde a little bit. Yeah. I was like picking up on. Really cool song, as I said. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a punk vibe going through. And then be my enemy. This bluesy garage punk feel. It's kind of slinky and sexy and a rock and roll feel to it. But all together, this is like a solid, really, really good. good four songs. Love it. Um, Multiple listens of this, and it gets uh-huh. better and better each time. It's very solid. Um, I think it's. Did you see awesome. Blondie? Was yeah. Like the oh, all right. Did you see Clem Burke is on Turn Out a Punk? No, I did not. New I think one? he's the new one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I listened to um, the Margaret Cho one. Yeah. How was that? It was good. It's mm-hmm. good. Um, but anyway, the Bobby Lee's Hollywood yeah, Junker. Really check, check it out. out. Really good. Really yeah, good. Yeah, worth your time. Mm-hmm. So really quickly, in some other news. Mm-hmm. 
sort of circling back to the White Serpents and all that, Third Man is re-releasing uh, Dope Smoker. Really? And it's like a little pot leaves on things, so I bought ah, cool. probably Dope Smoker for the third time. Yeah. La Tigre really? is going on tour. Huh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's new. And then um, the one I went to look up, Cherry Glazer is opening for the Pixies. Huh, So hopefully their new album will be out soon. And then... I think I'd said to you, like, in September, like, everything I've pre-ordered comes out. Mm-hmm. So, like, Paranoid, OCs might finally be, OCs came out a while ago, that might finally fucking be here. Mm-hmm. Starcrawler, um, Julia Julia, which is the Julia Kugel spin-off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, three other things I can't remember. I know, there was a few for mine. More, like, on the metal side, like, Off, mm-hmm. free, L- free LSDs coming out. What is that? They, their song was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Comes out September 30th. Dead Cross, which I I reviewed a while ago, yeah. like very thrash metal. I think Mike Patton is the singer now. That yeah. comes out October October 28th. Yeah, it's like Mike Patton and Dave Lombardo, the oh. drummer from Slayer. Oh, nice. And I thought there was like another thing coming out. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And there's other stuff too I just don't remember at the moment. Yeah. 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 Yes. So, um... Do you have anything left? It's not for music now. Okay. I was going to like, there was a single, Material Man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like, I don't I did listen to it. it. It was good. It was advertised by Material Man, which is like, uh, was a single, like hardly art, like in one of that yeah. last of Bank at Fridays, sent an email with like four different singles. It's, it's like it's an 80s feel. It's like very, it reminds me of Men Without Hats a little bit, only not oh, British. Oh, I can see that. <clears throat> I can see that. But, and, and then I'll say the idea of, of the Material Man as a very 80s, Mm-hmm. Concept. I thought I like the song. What I heard. Oh, there's a band. Uh, a band called Abraxas is putting an album out coming out that sounds really good. But Interesting. Not to be confused with Abraxas by Santana, which is also a really no. awesome album. I'm not a Santana fan. I like that album. Mm, not a fan. Oh. Not my cup of tea. This song with Did the your big mom really like Carlos Santana. Probably. <laughs> sounds right. Sounds like something she'd like. Anyway, so. Let's talk about... So I've seen a movie, you've seen a movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen TV, you've seen TV. Yeah, we've seen things. So so tell me about this She-Hulk. She-Hulk? Yeah. She-Hulk. So the other thing I know about She-Hulk is CGI doesn't look so good. No, and, it looks uh, fine. a bunch of guys are mad because it's woman on TV. Yeah, pretty they're much. They're scared. Um, it's been three episodes. It's... She breaks the wall and talks to the, the camera. Wall? Yeah. Um, I think it's funny. Like I, yeah. I've really enjoyed it. The first episode, I'm like, eh. That's like how she becomes She Hulk. But she's really funny. She's really good. Uh-huh. I, I really get the last episode was like hilarious. Tim Roth. Oh. Uh, shows up. Oh, spoiler. The, he's the abomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like defending him. But I thought it was really. I, I really like it. There, it, it's funny. The last episode I said was my favorite. Megan the Stallion actually makes it. Oh really? Wow, <laughs> it's all right. pretty awesome. Yeah, I really like it. It's it's good, it's funny, it's worth a watch. It's not super long, thing, like half hour long. Yeah. Um I don't know how many episodes it's gonna be. Probably not more than eight, I would think. Yeah. But I would check it out. I think it's fun. I'm gonna check it out. I just have um I watch Disney Channel so infrequently mm-hmm. I fucking forget I have it. Yeah. Until yeah. like something like Did you ever finish Obi Wan? Yes, I did. I liked it. Yeah. It was I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was good too. I think it, you could literally just put out a, a ten minute episode that's just the lightsaber fight and the last night and I watch it. <laughs> At this point, like the Sandman's come out and people have seen it or haven't. Is it animated? No. Oh, okay. There's a there's a bonus episode where half the bonus episode is animated, but it's all uh, okay. live action. It's they do a really good job. Does he sit there and just get Oh my god! <laughs> no, and that's not what happens either. Oh, there's death. No, <laughs> it's like you read it now, but it's really good. Oh, it's I'm I'm so depressed. <laughs> it's not what happens. <laughs> anyway, let's listen to the Smiths. <laughs> that would make anyone depressed. Not afraid to speak now. No, go ahead. I don't. I, but, I just couldn't get into it. I read it like in yeah. my twenties. Well, it's probably it's a very good version of the first two story arcs. Mm-hmm. I'm actually rereading it now, and I'm like, yeah, the basically the series cuts off all this dumb shit. Eh, interesting. It's in the first comic, like I know it's some like it's one of my sister's favorite comics. Yeah, the only it's no John Constantine. I uh, say, so, well, that's sort of <laughs> the problem is John Constantine is in the Sandman mm-hmm. because it was that whole like. 
Like Sandman and like They're like, Swamp we gotta Man. make this good, so let's get John Constantine. <laughs> it was actually before John Constantine I, would have been anyway. Was it? Was he before? Because he made his appearance in Swamp Thing. Yeah, it was. It wasn't before Swamp Thing, and it. It doesn't, this doesn't fucking matter. You know what? <laughs> no, fuck tell you. me about it. No. Sell me. Sell me. I was going to say, me my one little thing is because Constantine, because of rights things, it's not John Constantine, but they use Joanna Constantine. Ugh. Now, in the comic, Joanna Constantine is a, is an ancestor. Okay. And then, uh, like, there's an episode. How, how many episodes? It's 11, but... Are they it, an hour? Yeah, I think that's one of the... You know, Netflix does the thing where some episodes will be, like, shorter than the others. Maybe I'll watch it. Yeah. This Lord of the Rings is out. I, I have no interest in watching it, but because of all the weird hate against it... What, I the feel new like, Lord of the Rings? What is that called? It's uh, Rings of Power. Yeah. Okay. So I say, I feel like I should watch it to counteract some of the people who won't watch it because of having, like, black elves and shit in it. But I just... I have no desire to watch it. Like, what I gotta do is just... Like... Before I go to bed, started playing on Amazon yeah. <laughs> so it gets credit. But. So Sandman's on Netflix? Yes. Okay. I did see, when I saw the movie I saw, Rings of Fire, Rings of Power, whatever the fuck it's called, yeah. came in and I audibly like was like, Ugh. and Mark just looked at me and yeah. started laughing. I was like, fucking dumb. I'm not that into <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I've never seen it and I, I shouldn't be. I yeah. I watched maybe a half hour and I was like, oh, a bunch of people fighting. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of... Hobbits? Yeah, I was like, this is dumb. But it's just not... I don't still think it's my thing. Oh. And I'm not into Middle Earth. Yeah. Um, which I was surprised at like Game of Thrones, so maybe I would like mm. Lord of the Rings. I don't know. But you know what I really hate? What? Fucking names I can't pronounce or, yeah. and or will remember. I'm not saying you need, you know, Chris the, the elf, but like... I would annoy the shit out of Mark with Game of Thrones because I'd be like, well, blonde chick's brother. And he'd be like, you don't know their fucking names by now? It's been five seasons. I think they're like at least better than some. What? Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. I always say the thing that helped me with Game of Thrones, you know, we're talking about new... Actually, it's just kind of cool because they had House of the Dragon. Or I heard it was good. I haven't watched, I haven't watched it. I don't it really care. But. Uh, I started reading the book probably a month before the show came out. Mm-hmm. And that kind of helped me figure out who yeah. who's who. But... At least the names are kind of more Like normal. Jamie was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I can That's remember that Don one. Chick's brother, Jamie. And um, I knew Cersei. Yeah. Ned. I, I took me forever to... Uh, I would be like Khaleesi or Dragon Queen. Dragon Queen. But that's not her. That's but Daenerys. Daenerys. It took me forever to remember what about Daenerys. Jon Snow? Yeah, Jon Snow is pretty easy. Because of cocaine. Bran. Well, yeah. He's, Fucking Bran. He has a little brother, Stan. Yeah. that. Got a little bath in my bucket. <laughs> All right, so... So what movie did you see? Well, you tell me about your movie first. So my I saw Bullet Train. Yeah. And I fucking loved it. One yeah. of my favorites of the year. Everything you like in, like, Japanese ultraviolet movies. Yeah. Ooh. But, right. but, like, fun. And Brad Pitt's hilarious in it and awesome. Mm. Um, I just thought the whole thing was done really, really well. I was never bored. It was really cool. Um, I would watch again. Like, yeah. It, I thought it was... I loved it. I oh. loved it, loved it, loved it. And what's the plot? Is it just... So, Brad Pitt is, it based Pitt on is that like a... song? No. Brad And that's not the name of the song. Is it Bullet Train? No, but they... Bullet Train just to Los Angeles. Please, yeah. Um, so, Brad Pitt is covering for somebody uh-huh. to to steal this as like a, a, gra- a, like a pick and grab. Yeah. He has to steal a briefcase. All right. And that's all he needs to do. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is an easy job for you. And Sandra Bullock is like the... the I didn't realize she was in it. Yeah, she's the one that's like giving him the job. Uh-huh. Which it actually kind of ties into the comedy with him and t- her and Chanum Tating and the Lost City of Z has a tie-in to the movie. Oh, really? For real, yeah. Wow, that's nuts. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was really, really funny. Mm-hmm. I, it checked all the boxes. Oh. It was like violent but not it was funny it was there's a lot of cool things going on there's a bunch of i'm glad i didn't look who was in it because there's some uh, some surprises um but i was very entertained i thought Mm -hmm. it was great all right yeah so i got a quiz for you all right i want to see if you're gonna like this movie before so do you like uh vigo mortensen i do you do yeah i like him too other than i didn't see lord of the rings Besides that, okay. it's topical, but no. Okay. Do you like uh, Leia Sado? Do you know who she is? No. You do know who she is. She's in the last two Bond movies. She's like the love interest. 
She's she's blue, and blue is the warmest color. Okay, okay. four-hour French lesbian. I didn't see drama. that, but she has a very recognizable face. Okay, like Kristen Stewart. Um, maybe. Um, <laughs> kind of. So I don't hate her. All right, we only got a couple more questions here. Do you like art? Um, you like art? Yeah, I like art. I mean, you like art. You're yeah. Married to an artist. Yes. All right. Now, would you like that art, Jamie? If it was growing vestigial vestigial organs and dissecting them out of you as part of a performance, then you're gonna like, yeah, out of you, self surgery. Well, I'm gonna say maybe you should give a little movie called Crimes of the Future a try. I never even heard of it. It came out this year. Okay, Crimes of the Future. I who who directed it? You could probably puzzle out. It's it features someone dissecting organs that they grow on themselves out. Yes, I forget who it is. Cronenberg or something. Yes. yes. So this is like David I didn't Cronenberg want to see this. Movie. Yeah, I didn't know it was coming it's out. Fucking nuts. Yeah. It is really good. So David Cronenberg. Yeah. Um, you know, like he for a while he seemed like he was kind of getting away from his body horror shit with yeah. like uh, Dangerous Method and Spider yeah. and Western Promises. Yeah. It's all through. He's back to it, baby. He's so the plot is it's the future, Ooh. and like yeah, the future's right now. People no longer feel pain. Okay, but that's almost irrelevant to the plot. And Viggo Mortensen has some rare disease called advanced evolutionary syndrome, and he grows vestigial organs inside his body. Okay, and his him and his wife Leia Sado uh-huh. are performance artists, and they basically. Dissects she dissects the organs out of him, like and people watch. And the other thing is, there's a line at one point that is, uh, "Surgery is the new sex." Okay. And this, I'm sure, like these people, they look like they're about to fucking come as this is happening. There's all this weird, disgusting, slimy, biomechanical shit, uh-huh. like very like organic, bioorganic stuff, and. About half the conversations legitimately, someone looks like they're about to have an orgasm as they're having it. There's a guy covered in ears at one point. Um, these two women just get naked for no fucking reason. There's a scene where Vigo has like a, he has like basically a zipper belly. And then Leia Sado unzips his zipper belly and goes down on it. It is like, there's a plot in there somewhere, but it's almost irrelevant. Now, Kristen Stewart, I like a lot because she does so much weird shit. Yeah. And she is so, she's great in this. She's such a fucking little creep in this. She makes you uncomfortable every time she's on stage. <laughs> That's basically what it is. It's this weird fetishized society. There's a very loose plot around this kid who may have evolved the ability to eat plastic and then gets murdered because you have to register organs and... So the surgery, like the surgical tools and stuff, they're like this organic stuff, and it's basically one's like a almost a vagina. And when they're manipulating all the machinery, they're basically like it's very grossly sexual. And like I said, everyone is about, <laughs> and it is so weird, and it's great. I'm glad I watched it. It got really. Where good did you see it? I, I Netflix. I mean, if you oh, really want to watch it, I'll give it to you before you go. No, I have. I have. Oh, well, I have it here now. The video. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. The DVD player. Yeah. I right. have like a tiny. I don't know when I'd get to it, right. to be honest. Don't worry about it. I'm not. I wasn't worried about it before. <laughs> it's weird because I was like, this reminds me of this movie. This reminds me of this movie. So the movies it reminded me of. Videodrome. Well, Videodrome, but that's the obvious one. Because yeah. like, oh, Videodrome. Especially because instead of a vagina tum-tum. Wasn't there like existential? Or so I was just say, I was like, this reminds me of Existence. Yeah. And I had forgotten that David Cronenberg directed Existence. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this reminds me a lot of Naked Lunch. Forgot that Cronenberg directed Naked Lunch. Yeah, yeah. There was like some other ones in there too, and I was like, "Oh, that's wow." Crash man. a little bit. Remind, yeah, Crash <laughs> definitely. I was like, "Oh, that's right." I totally forgot. He def- there are scenes where like weird sex club where they're just cutting on people because people literally get in it. At one point, Vigo has a line where he's like, "I'm not so good at the old kind of sex." <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's it's titillating. I think someone's got a bone. No, <laughs> unfortunately, because it yeah, watching someone bore into someone else's play. Yeah, not... Yeah, I saw pre- previews um, and I, I did want to see it. Like, it was like a festival darling yeah. it made and I don't think it got really... People either seem to absolutely love it or yeah. absolutely... I mean, it probably... I heard people it... left and they got so gross. Oh, oh I believe that, yeah. It's... Yeah. 
they're like weird chairs and like Vigo has to sit in essentially a high chair and it feeds them and <laughs> it's a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily make sense. Yeah. I will have to check it out. Check it out. And I didn't really he came out with a movie in twenty eighteen that I did not see. What was, was like the a one comedy. with the monkey? Was that Cronenberg or was that um remember the monkey talking it was like the black and white short. Was that Cronenberg? Oh, you're thinking of uh, David Lynch? Where yes, it's like, David Lynch. Okay, I watch that like yeah. once a month. It's like what Jack said. Yes, yeah. Speaking of which, I watched uh, Firewalk With Me again. Yeah, I remember you saying you were watching Did I tell you like my impression of Twin Peaks Firewalk With Me? No. You've seen Twin Peaks? Yeah. Sort of. Mm. It's like someone edited out all the quirky shit of Twin Peaks, and it's just this really fucking depressing woman... A really depressing movie about a woman in the last seven days of her life who's constantly getting sexually assaulted and tortured and murdered. And it's especially weird because... I haven't watched it in years. The first part, which has special agents Chris Isaac and mm. Keith Sutherland, both of which I forgot about, is very much like all the quirky shit. They're like, we gotta drink this coffee and this guy's a weirdo and this is a nut. When did that come out? 93? Yeah, I saw it in college. So, Chris Isaac was also an age SWAT agent in um, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> that's so weird. Because Chris Isaac was making the rounds, and then uh, Harry Connick Jr. was in shit for a while. Copycat. Copycat. And, I uh, like Copycat. That, that doesn't get that much love. I don't know how well it transferred. It was okay. I liked it. I haven't seen it in a while. And I felt like he was just trying to do a couple other things. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Starbucks oh, um, started one some. of the best. Memphis Belle. Like, I love Memphis Never Belle. seen Memphis You've never saw Memphis Belle? No. Oh, my God. But I was going to say, then Starbucks started selling his CDs and he didn't need He had a talk show it. for a while. Did he? Yeah, he had a talk show. He was big and then whatever, like, I did he just age cute. out or did he... I mean, he's probably he in his 50s now. touch a bunch of kids in the butthole or I what? I don't think so. I think he, he had that talk show. Then mm-hmm. he did a lot with Hurricane Katrina because he's yeah. from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But, like, I love them in Memphis Bell. Memphis Bell's, like, in the 80s, and it's um, about the plain Memphis Bell, and it has Billy Zane, yeah. Harry Connick Jr., I think Sean Astin. It's like a... I'm familiar with it. I've never seen it. It's man. worth a watch. I would like to see what It's like think. a bomber. Yeah. yeah. And it's like they're going to be the highest, like, they... they um, they're supposed to, like, retire the plane. They had so many, uh, like, good runs. Mm-hmm. They have been shot down. And it's it's... I really like it. Yeah. It's really good. I was watching uh, Sounds of the Lambs like, not too long ago. Yeah. It's still a, like a really good movie. Yeah. I almost want to get a Death Head Moth tattooed on Yeah. Me. I think it'd be cool. I'm going to get a uh, uh, I Am Shiva Ooh. words after watching uh, Rachel's Getting Married, which also by John Demme. So yeah, watch. I speak, that, yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, watch Rachel's Getting Married the other day. We saw it at the Colonial yeah, we, so, years ago. Which is a... I really like it. It's a very hard movie to watch. Yeah, it's a very hard movie to watch. I don't remember much of it just being like, what was it? Um, what's her name? It's uh, Catwoman. Catwoman. I don't know. Why can't Lame I remember Miz. I can't remember her name. Damn it. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at it. I, I got to get a carbon dioxide. And something? I want to say Anne Heche, and obviously it's not Anne no. Heche. And... Anne, 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 Rice. Anne Rice. Anne Rice, no, she wouldn't be her. Rachel. It's not John Demi. It's um, Anne Hathaway. Yeah. I knew it was an H. But yeah, and oh, and uh, yeah, Deborah Winger. And she's like really fucking annoying in that movie. Well, but she's like fucking, she's, she's she, got mental health problems. Well, right? she's a, she's a, she does. She's a drug addict. That's right. That's who's right. Let yeah. out. She gets out. Of, they're letting her out of rehab for the weekend to go to her sister's wedding. Yeah. There's just all this weird family tension, and Forgot she's like that. kind of oblivious and just makes everything about herself. Yeah. You find out that she was sort of responsible for the death of her younger brother. Oh yeah. Because that's sort of, the, and I had totally forgotten about that. And then she tries to like kill herself, and then she goes to a wedding, and she's just totally miserable at the wedding, and. It's it's re- I mean it's a really good movie. It's really that was hard probably the best thing um, I've ever seen her act in. I thought she was good in as Catwoman. To be yeah. honest, don't agree with her Oscar for Les Mis because she was in it for like five fucking seconds. I've never seen it, but Ugh. I know a lot of people complained about that. It's awful. I thought I just did not like it. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I can't think of that many things I've seen Anne Hathaway in. Havoc. Uh, it's not a good movie. I don't think I saw Havoc. It might have been directed DVD. Yeah, probably. Princess Diaries. I did see the Princess Diaries. Where there's Diary. a cat named Fat Louie. 
And Wiener Dog one. is in it? Oh. I think you have a trick to crush and then, on Anne Hathaway. I don't. Cutting organs out of her. I would let you get smart. I would totally be into if there's a movie with Anne Hathaway who's, um, the whole plot was her cutting organs out of people. <laughs> and it's, yeah, oh, it's so good. Meaning, crimes of the future. Crimes of the future. And again, Kristen Stewart, such a fucking creep. <laughs> you still have, you never watch Yellow Jackets because you don't have Showtime. No. Nah. One of the biggest creeps is Christina Ricci. Like, oh, really? She's such a fucking weirdo creep. It's amazing. Like, I totally love her character. I do want to check out the new Adams Family. Yeah, with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, I think she'll be a really good um, mortician. I don't know about Luis Guzman. Yeah, it's a little weird. And the Wednesday, uh, the actress playing her seems pretty cool. Oh, Devil Wears Prada's good. I like Devil Wears. We saw it together, didn't we? I don't think we did. Maybe. Maybe I saw it by myself. Brokeback Mountain? I think she's um, Heath Ledger's wife. Yeah. Or Jake Gyllenhaal. Also, Wonderhead did. Logan R. Douglas didn't see it. Rio, I think it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I haven't seen that much. Interstellar didn't see it. The intern didn't see it. Uh, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? <gasps> Don't know what that one's about. The witch didn't see it. Didn't see it. Yeah, it turns out I haven't seen a lot of her shit. Anyway. Anyway. So that was just five minutes of talking about how I haven't uh, seen a lot of Anne Hathaway movies. And you can find us at trashsouthstreet.com. And on our Facebook page. And email us at trashsouthstreet.gmail.com. And I'm scared to listen back to this because it's going to be a bit of a train wreck. Oh, so this. Did we talk about the beginning how this may or may not be the first one before I go on vacation? So Maybe. It doesn't matter. You'll either hear. Who knows? You won't know. I don't know. We were trying to figure out whether there'd be a gap. Oh, okay. But we've had gaps before, so anyway, uh, bye, everybody. Test, test, test. There we go. That's put it closer to me. Yeah, because. You are. I have such a, a low, delicate voice. You have a bouncy voice. I have a bouncy voice. How about I just do the podcast like this? Uh, it'll be. This is Jamie V. This will be a twenty-second podcast. This is Jamie v. I would just pull it down. Hello. It'd always be worth it to see if you could hold it up for like forty-five minutes. I could. I could be up for forty-five minutes. Yeah. Forty-five minutes. Oh, 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 my, my pocket, and I have to play with him. <laughs> <laughs>